This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code SGP when you sign up to turn four bucks into two hundred and fifty-six dollars if the college basketball underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. That's code SGP to turn four dollars into two hundred and fifty-six dollars for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. And we're also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter better. NBA, college basketball, NHL, they got you covered. Just go to BetQL.com, promo code SGP30. That's BetQL.com, promo code SGP30 for 30% off. And we're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for the avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas is like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. And we're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge operates like the stock exchange for the sports world. Pick the teams you like and have someone else buy the other side. Sign up at BetterEdge.com, promo code SGP for a free $10 play. That's B-E-T-T-O-R Edge dot com promo code S G P All right. Welcome back. You degenerates for the betting show for the players. Uh, we did the DFS uh, with Nagel's bagels last night. Uh, and we did the preview two days ago, I think before that. So go back and uh, listen to that. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, this is the betting show. So it's uh Boston capper myself and uh, the God of golf himself, Steve Shermer. I'm ready, baby. We're two days away. It's time to lay a bunch of fucking money down on crazy bets. And just, uh, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I was going to say is I th- think this is like, I, I've been acting like today's Wednesday in the tournaments tomorrow because we, we recorded last night. So I'm just all off, but Hey, you know what? We got an all betting show today. We're going to focus on a lot of fun things. Uh, you know, positional props, first round leaders, some leans, some exotic props too. There's a lot of things we're going to cover. So uh, I think probably the first thing we're going to do you know, is uh, maybe give a little bit of a, uh, you know, an update from the DFS podcast last night. Just talk about a little bit where the ownership is. I mean, not much has really changed so far. It seems like, you know, the, all the guys in $10,000 range are still hanging around like 13, 14%, you know, the ownership spread there. But like what we're seeing happening is all the $9,000 guys from Finau up to GT are getting at least 15%. There's, you know, Webb and Morikawa and Cantley look like it would be up 20. JT and Finau might push, you know, 20. Bryson's getting some steam. Hoblin's getting some steam. So, what's happening is guys are loading up in this range. They're, they, you know, they're either maybe taking like a Xander and then like, maybe like, you know, a couple guys here. And then they're really skipping the $8,000 range. Um, the most popular guy right now is Terrell ha- or uh, Paul Casey, only at 13%. That's not outrageous. It's not crazy. No. Uh, hands ownership has come up a little bit. It's only 11%. You know, there's a couple tens in there, but you know, overall it seems like, you know, people are kind of overlooking from Patrick Reed, all the way down basically to Fleetwood. And then you start getting some chalky picks. Uh, Fleetwood's yep. a 10%. Uh, the, the most popular guys in the $7,000 range right now are Joaquin Neiman, which is no surprise, playing great. You know, he's a DFS darling. Will Zaltor, everybody loves to play him. He's a great ball striker. And Abe Answer continues to get some popularity at 13%. So, you know, based on the last couple of weeks, uh, one of those guys is going to bust. And yep. So, you know, it remains to see, you know, who does that. And then, you know, Corey Connors still getting the Bay Hill, uh, Bump. you know, support yep. there. And, uh, you know, Cameron Tringali has been popular for the last couple of weeks. He is popular again. Chris Kirk is pushing 12%, which he is seems, crazy. He's been good though. I know he's he, been good, but it is crazy to think Chris Kirk is 12%. That's a lot. I know, but I mean, you got to remember this kid, you know, he made the president's cup even 2015 yeah. and yeah. I mean, he's, I think he's won four times on tour. Like, yeah, he's, he's been good. good. I mean, yeah, yeah. he's, he's legit, backed yeah. it up. And then, I mean, the, the under $7,000, it's, it's the same guys that people are still going to, you know, Keegan's ownership has come up a little bit. It's around 7% now. I know that's not going to make you very happy. Uh, <laughs> no. Charlie Hoffman's come down a little bit. It's about five. Rios is hanging around six. And I think Doug Gim is hanging around 5%. Oh, your boy, Richard Wierenski. He's yeah. starting to pop up. That's four and a half percent. Yeah. So you might want to recalibrate on that. So, but yeah, I mean that, so now we have, you know, as we move closer to the tournament, um, we have a little better picture where DFS ownership is going to be not much really changed from last night, which makes me feel good about 
you know, our lanes. So I'm yep. feeling pretty good. I don't feel like we have to recalibrate all that much. Nah, I don't think so. Um, so I guess the only thing we didn't touch on um, was the one and done. Uh, it's ah, shit. I'll let you go first this week. I, I think I know who I'm going with. It's just, I'm not crazy about it, but I think I know who I'm going to go with. Cause okay. I think there's only one other place I can use this guy. Well, as we mentioned earlier, we had Nagel's bagels on the show last night and I didn't plan on using this guy really at all this week. And I looked at the numbers again and I heard what he said and he might be right about Xander. It, it, maybe it's coming. Maybe okay. now that everybody's crapping on him, maybe this when he gets it done. So um, Xander's my one, my one and done pick. Uh, and it's really only for the reason that I think he's going to have a massive putting week. I think he's due and that's okay. going to put him right at the top of the leaderboard again. So there's, it's a $15 million purse. And I think if you finish second, which he's more than capable of doing, that's like winning like the Honda or something. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. It's so, true. so true. I'm going to go with Xander this week. I don't think you should hold back just because there's so much money on the line. Like, you know, yeah. if you got to stand on someone, go with it this week. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to take Webb. I just like his course history here. Uh, he's consistent uh, one and, and sandwiched in between two top twenties. Uh, like I said, he, he just missed at the concession. Like if his putting was on a little bit, like he would have ran away with that fucking thing. But for whatever reason uh, he didn't, and like he was still hanging around. He never knocked himself out of contention. He just didn't springboard past uh, Morikawa. Uh, so I like Webb this week. Uh, that's what I'm going to take on my one and done because the only place I can think to use him is the Wyndham. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's Harbor town, Harbor yeah, town too. Yeah. Basically that. So yeah, I, listen, I mean, like, like we just said, like, even if he doesn't win, like finishes top three, it's going to pay pretty big for you. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we have also, there's a guy in our Slack channel. He uh, went to TBC sawgrass today. He gave a brief little scouting report from the ground. And uh, speaking of the ground, uh, it's soft. <laughs> there's a lot of water in it. Uh, he camped out on 16, 17 today. He saw guys making approach shots into uh, the green there. And he reported that uh, guys were sticking long irons and spinning it back to the hole from over 200 yards, which the only thing that means is it's very soft. The greens are very receptive and it's the exact same as last year. They dumped a ton of water on this place to make it lush, to make it basically look like TPC Augusta national, you know, all the way down to like, you know, this, you know, the Emerald green, like, fairways and rough and the pine needles and everything. And if, if that is what they want to turn a, what's supposed to be a firm and fast, difficult peak die golf course into fine, you know, I mean, yeah. turn it into whatever you want guys. Well, we'll see. They do get cute with the pin placements, especially as the weekend moves on like that Sunday pin placement on 16 is fucking mean, man. Like you, you if you miss uh, you're in the drink, like oh, you're yeah. going to attack that pin, you know what no, I mean? So, definitely. But like, I mean, if you hit the green, it's probably going to stay. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. And, and like I said, I mean, it's not. I mean, it was sunny all day today. It was like seventy-two. Like it was fucking beautiful out today, man. It's gonna be like that, basically moving up. And the wind is. So I went to the driving range at lunch uh, because I got those new irons. And once again, I didn't even get to warm up. So I went and dicked around my irons for a little bit, and I broke my driver in the meantime. But just can't hit my driver today, so that was oh, fun. Oh no! Yeah, I was like, oh no, this is good. But I figured out. I, figured out the new irons a little bit. I think I'm stopped, but I'm pushing them right a little bit. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but the wind was definitely grabbing the balls and, and pushing them. Like it, it wasn't okay. just, wasn't just my normal. Was that like, was that just, I mean, so I, I looked at the forecast and it looks like between like seven and 12 mile per hour winds. It's probably what it was today. It might've, it might've been okay. gusting a little more than that, but I mean, it was, I mean, it was definitely grabbing, like um, it was definitely grabbing the seven uh, and the gap wedges and, and moving it right. You know okay. what I, mean? I mean, that still makes me still like, you know, really elite iron players who yeah. know how to hold all in the wind. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> right. And especially because the winds are so receptive that, I mean, it's going to be target practice out there. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think that's my impression of how this thing was coming in. And I basically put my bets on the expectations. So why don't we get right to it? All right, man, let's do it. So uh, what do we want to jump off with? What do we want to do first? Well, why don't we do it in a big short? Because okay. typically we do that after the DFS segment. That's true. Uh, we do betting. So why don't we just lead off with that? So, right, uh, so I I need to disclaim that my big short this week is someone that I put a top twenty on. So, uh -oh. but I realized after I did that, I'm kind of ashamed of myself. And I mean, so let me rip off some stats for the last four tournaments for this guy. So, strokes gained off the team the last four tournaments. He's gained about a stroke per round. You know, which is 
elite. That's Bryson yeah. level. Yeah. So um, other good news, he's gained overstroke per round with his putting. That's great. Now the bad news. Around the greens, he's losing about 0.4 shots per round around the greens. That is pretty terrible. And compounding that issue is he's losing half a stroke per round with his irons. Now, this is basically what I described was like the worst characteristics of Bryson DeChambeau. But this player is Sung JM. And it's bizarre because, like, listen, like, I, I look at that, like, these numbers can't be right. Like, especially the strokes gain approach or uh, off the tee number, because he's not a long hitter. Like most of like the guys who gain big in that category are just get it from distance. Right. He averages less than 300 yards off the tee. So he's doing it all with accuracy. He's irons garbage and he can't get up and down from there. So at like, I, I'm looking at this guy and like, this can't be real. Like this is not sustainable. And he gained seven strokes putting last week at uh, Bay Hill. Yeah. That saved him. And listen, if ever, if, if you guys want to go on 50 to one for Sung Jay, be my guess. Like if you think he's going to turn around in one week, he could. I mean, I think the difference between like a Morikawa and him is that like Morikawa has had this like great ball striking base and sometimes irons are garbage. There's nothing to regress to like over his last 50 rounds. He's basically field average with his irons. So yeah, I, I, I think anyone who puts an out around him this week is wasting money. And I mean, I don't love the matchups he's in this week as far as like, you know, he's paired up with, but you know, maybe I'll find a way to fade him, you know, elsewhere, which we'll talk about. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I wasn't really on him. Like I feel like we talked about last night. Like I was like, I feel like I should play him just because everybody's going to be off him. And, but he's, we've talked about this. He's one of these guys who I just can't ever fucking figure out. Like, yeah. When I'm and on I mean, him. Yeah. And the books finally adjusted the price. He's 50 to one this week. And I, I was tempted to do it. I just looked at him like, I know I can't. I can't. He's he's just he's he's playing garbage golf. It's golf that's more suited for like a longer hitter. And this isn't him. Right. And, and, at some and point, this, is, this is a bad this is a bad course to not be good with your irons and be shitty around the greens. Yeah, especially with how receptive these greens are. Like you gotta pin hunt and then get yeah. your birdies. And like if you're not even close to the pin, like yeah, what you are you just gonna not go? score? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, all right, big shot. So uh get the hell off of imp. Don't put any money on him. And, uh, uh, and if it goes horribly wrong, uh, we can live about it, but yeah. there you <laughs> so, go. There's other ways to make money off golf. That, by that's, not right. Out. Yes. that's right. That's right. Outrights are just the sprinkles, man. That's it. Like the, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. If you hit them, if you hit them great and, and we're, we're golden and we have been pretty good with that this season. Uh, but yeah, man, listen, uh, the, the, the matchups, the, uh, the weird shit that, uh, me and Steve like to bet. Those are, uh, those are always good. It's just like anything else, right? It's just like any other, <clears throat> it's like any other market, right? You, you find the inefficiencies in the market, you find the value and you hit it. And that's it. I mean, it's just like anything else, man. It's just like finding a stock that's underpriced that you think is going to go up. Uh, and that's it. Like, I mean, that's really how I view it. Right. I mean, that's how I, that's how I make my picks. I look at, I look at what I think is value, what I don't think is value. And why is this number so different from the other book and that I can take advantage of that. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, a lot of these books aren't that sophisticated, especially for golf, you know, they catch them napping and you can find good prices. You can find opportunity. And it's really in these like, you know, little matchups, like, and it's not like usually the favorites. I mean, those are usually bet, but it's like, it's when you go to like Charlie Hoffman versus yep. like Bo Hope or something like yep. that's the ones where you catch them napping you, yeah. and you can hammer them. And then, and then when you do catch him napping, that cocksucker triple bogeys fucking 18, uh, <laughs> no hard feelings though. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So I guess, all right, let's do uh, let's do Slack channels favorite first. Let's do first round leader. So, right. so Steve texted me earlier today. Hey, don't get anything down until we talk tonight. Like, and the right. last time I said that <laughs> was at the Genesis when I had this incredibly strong lean and then Sam Burns ruined everybody's day and bankrupted everybody. <laughs> he did. He but really unfortunately did. for you all, I'm going to tell you a lean that is much stronger than the one I found at the Genesis. Ooh, all right. So, all right. Hit, us, hit us with it, man. So I went back from 2020 all the way to 2013. There have been 18 golfers who have had a share of the first round lead since then. So between morning and PM, there's no difference. It's 9 a.m., 9 p.m. Don't worry about the tea times. What about starting on 1 and starting on 10? 15 of these first-round leaders started on 10. 10. Yeah, definitely 10. Yeah, which, you know what? The fact that you just, like, nodded your head and agreed because you know the golf course. Yeah. I mean, you've walked it. Yeah. That actually makes me feel a lot better about this lean. 
Yeah. It's, 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 it is definitely 10. Like that makes much more sense. Like you, yeah. Yeah. All right. So damn 15 out of the 20 off of 10, 15 out of 15 out of 18. The only year where both the guys started off on one was 2017. It was Mackenzie Hughes and William, William McGirt. Dirt McGirt, baby. Dirt McGirt. And I did notice that was one of the tougher scoring years. That was your Siwoo one. Like, and maybe just the winds were crazy. And maybe going off of one was a little bit more advantageous. But every other year, it's been 10. Like, and it's all been 10. Like, the only other year that even someone started on one was Matt Kuchar in 2018. And six guys dead heated first on leader. Five ones started on 10. You know how mad I would be? Like, like, getting dead heated is bad enough with like two guys, six fucking guys. Like, ugh. Well, I, one of those guys was Dustin Johnson. Who probably was like 20 to one. You split that six ways. You're oh, three, oh. three to one on that. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. <laughs> so anyway, so I have 12 names that right. I like are starting off on 10, you know, I kind of look at some of these other names too. So like you got a lot of like, it's either like good ball strikers who can maybe putt a little bit, except for Hideki. I mean, he's appeared twice on this list and he can't put a lick, but it's like good ball strikers who can putt a little bit, or it's just like the short knockers who just all they do is putt. Yeah. And I think it's going to be receptive scoring. And I think it, the first days might be a putting contest. So that's a little bit of the theme of who I'm going with. So, so three guys right at the top, Justin Thomas, Webb Simpson, Xander Shoffley, all 40 to one, all starting on 10, all of them. Well, I mean, JT's kind of struggling a little bit, but I mean, I think he can get molten hot with his irons to get off to a quick start. He tends to do that anyways. He does. And Webb and Xander putt really well. So yeah. there's those guys, you know, moving down a little bit, you got Scotty Scheffler at 55 to one. You know, he's definitely streaky with the putting Tommy Fleetwood is 66 to one. He's starting on 10, uh, Billy Horschel, 70 to one. I mean, all those guys can putt a little bit. All those guys can pour on birdies. They're starting on 10, uh, Abe answer also starting 81. I mean, I know we kind of trashed him last night, but you know what? Back nine, 80 to one decent ball striker. Maybe get out with the putter. We'll see. Okay. So, and then some bombs. So I know you're going to hate this name, but can't you see Matt Kuchar just doing something stupid on Thursday at a hundred to one? No, with butter. Okay, all right, fine. How about Ian Poulter? Hundred. Yeah, one. I can see Poulter doing. It. Okay. How about Brendan Todd? Hundred to one. Dude, all yes, yeah. I mean, I yep. guess. Yeah. Okay. And then Mackenzie Hughes, one twenty-five to one, who actually was first round leader back in twenty seventeen. So we know we can do it. Yeah. So I, I, so what's funny is, so I didn't have the 10, right. I obviously I didn't have that info when I made this list, uh, but I had Webb, Fleetwood and Hughes on the list. So, okay, there you go. And now, that was before the lean. So I wrote down what you just wrote so I can go throw some more money on that. So the only so one that I, yeah, who else do you have to? So I had Fitz just because this guy just first round, he just seems to fucking be there every goddamn week. Like he just really does like, and he's a guy who puts well, decent iron player, whatever. Like I don't like that. His first round leader price keeps going up, but I mean, it makes sense. He's there all the time. Keegs because uh, you know, I like punishment. And then, um, <laughs> and then I put down for telly cause I told Nagels that I was going to do it. So whatever I put, I put him down already. So that was, I it. think I for telly's at, I think for telly's starting on 10. Okay. So all right, cool. Got, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go back through and, and, uh, and do that. So, and you know what? Keegan Bradley co-leader 2019. Yeah, man. Yeah. With your boy, you're apparently your new boyfriend now, Tommy Fleetwood. By He's the not way. my boyfriend. Listen, man, just just because just because I, I, I can it, listen. I was wrong that week. I still don't really particularly like Fleetwood long term, but he looked good last week. I was wrong, right? So whatever, I, make, make I, the adjustment and go. I still feel like you're trolling. <laughs> I think I, do you really? really are <laughs> listen, listen, man, I am. I am. I am definitely wicked stubborn about some stuff. Uh, but like once again, I'm not gonna let my I try not to let my biases get in the way of my fucking money. Right. I try not to. Um, and, and so I'm trying to try to make myself a better, better and, you know, and just, uh, you know, take my lumps and be wrong and get slapped with the old West sauces when I'm wrong and, uh, fucking move on, man. All right. Well, when Tommy fleet, which is 76 on uh Thursday, you know, get ready for uh capper to put him back on the boat on Sunday. I think he's just gearing up for that. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yes, maybe, maybe subliminally in some, some deep, dark part of my mind. That's what I'm hoping for. Exactly. This is definitely <laughs> some subconscious shit. Right now. <laughs> All right. Well, we move on the matchup. So, um, by the, by the way, all these odds are courtesy of DraftKings Sportsbook. And, um, you know, a couple on Sunday, I, I, I said this to you guys, you know, I, I am definitely eagerly awaiting the day that I can get mobile gambling in my state because DraftKings truly is 
the best for golf. I mean, so we'll go over. Me too. Me too. So I can just PayPal you or whatever, however you take money, so you can just get down my bets on these better odds. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, all right. So why don't you kick it off with some matchups? Uh, where do you want to yeah. go? Yeah, man. So, so, you know me, man, I always try to like to try to find some plus money in these matchups. Right. Um, I try to stay away from heavy favorites, unless it's some in round stuff where I think there's a huge advantage. So it was hard to find plus money. Um, so I found some short, shorter odds. Um, I like nah over English. Uh, it's only, it's only one fifteen. English has missed a cut here every single fucking time. Nas mm-hmm. a guy who can, Nas a guy who can hang around and English doesn't look good. He made, he made it look like he was maybe doing something when he came back a little bit on Friday and then melted over the weekend. Um, and then the only plus money that I liked is Reed over Hovland, right? Cause I really like Reed this week. Hovland's only got a round here. Um, I don't know, man. Like, and that, and that dude, look, I mean, everybody melted down, but he really melted down on the weekend. Uh, but that's a bet that could burn me, but whatever, man, it's plus 100 Patrick Reed. Decent course history here. Uh, I feel like, feel like, people aren't really respecting his game because of his last two, last two. But whatever. I like Reed, man. Um, and then uh, Will Z over English. Uh, I don't know if you sense a trend here. Uh, um, he's only minus one hundred seven. Uh, so, same thing. Uh, I hate the fact that he hasn't played here. So it, it, that one makes me a little uncomfortable. But I just think Reed is uh, not Reed. I just think English is lost right now. Um, and he has such a terrible course history here. Um, and then uh, I'm going Cantlay over Bryson uh, minus one hundred three. All right. I like that. I looked at that too, but I, I didn't go with that one. So, so that's great. We actually have three different ones that uh, are a couple nice. different ones that we're on. So, all right. So my first one is the guy that you're desperately trying to sabotage. It's Tommy Fleetwood <laughs> and he's paired up against Adam Scott. And these are two guys going in completely different directions until, you know, you liked him. So, you know, they'll go back in the same one, but uh, Tommy Fleetwood, I mean, obviously he's playing great. I like him this week. Um, I thought what happened in the middle East was more representative of what he was. And then he just lost a billion strokes, putting concession, putted well last week. I think that trend continues. And then Adam Scott, you know, he was doing it a lot with the putter early on to some success that's fade a little bit. And then he's losing about half a stroke per round T green over his last four tournaments. That's not going to cut it here. And the only thing really he's got going for him is his course history, but Fleetwood has great course history too. So that neutralizes. it. So I'm going to take Fleetwood minus one, one twenty over him. Um, I like Lanto Griffin minus 120 over Kevin Streelman. I mean, Lanto's just good, man. And you know, I mean, the ball striking has been good. Decent with his irons, good putter. Um, and then Streelman's just meh, you know, it's true. I mean, I, yeah, that, I mean, that, that's the most meh golfer you can, you can think of. It's yeah. Streelman. I mean, when I, when I think about Streelman, mm. although, you know what, I mean, now that I think about it, I mean, this is a Northern grass golf course that Ooh. you know, basically we're going to play this week, but I mean, his course history isn't that great here. He's been mad and just Lance was just good. I think he's better. So I can get it basically about a coin flip. So I'll do that. And then, um, I have a different take about Keegan this week. Uh, I don't like him at all. Um, I know he's a good ball striker, but do you know how many, so he gained about a stroke and a quarter per round better than what his baselines were putting last week. Even, you know, in deep in your heart, that's not going to continue. And what I worry about <laughs> is I scoring is going to be really good. And we're going to talk about a prop later on that where I think things are going to be, but you gotta get birdies. You gotta go low. I think early. And what I worry about with Keegan is with 154 guys, you got to beat 80 guys, mm-hmm. you know, to make the cut. And if he has a couple of bad putting rounds, he ain't going to get there. And he's, pa- he's paired up against Ian Poulter who listen, I, I don't love Ian Poulter. He's good here. I think he's a bad ball trigger, but can I see him doing something nuts on Thursday or Friday with a putter to like get the weekend and then Keegan misses it by one and then he cash it. Yeah. And he's the underdog here. So Poulter's minus one Oh three over Bradley. What's, I'm gonna the go juice, what's the juice on Bradley? It's like minus one twenty five or something. Okay. All right. So look, obviously he's my guy, right? So I do have a bias for him and look, that's seriously, that, that's definitely unsustainable. That's almost unsustainable for any golfer. Cause we talk about putting regression, right? However, he has looked better putting in his last four or five events. And he said, he's been really working on it. Like, like I said, we gave that interview. He's like, I realize I am a bad putter. So I've been really focusing on it. So maybe he figured it out, man. Like maybe he's listen, I'm not saying he's going to fucking turn into you know a good putter, but maybe he can turn into an average I, to slightly below average putter. I mean, he lost five strokes putting at the Genesis, which was the term before Arnold Palmer. So it's clearly some kinks in the, you know, yeah, machine man. there. So. Whatever. I hate your bet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. So, um, 
Yeah, so I'm on a, a bunch of other uh, props and uh, matchups too. If uh, you want to find out the secret menu, you know, that's right. To call it, go to the Slack channel and uh, we will happily uh, reveal them. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably. I, I gotta. I say this all the time, but I, then I never do it. I gotta get better at like releasing my shit on Twitter and then doing it on Slack. But I don't know, man. It's just a lot of effort. <laughs> the, you know, the Slack, I the Slack I do, but Twitter just seems like a lot of effort. By the time I'm done scrolling what I'm doing my cigarette, I'm like, yep, gotta go do something now. Should have posted. Oh well. Uh, yeah, but you know, the Slack channel. There are there are loyal fans. You know. Oh yeah, I know. The the, the inside access. So I know. There you go. They they always get the uh, they get the eleven thirty twelve o'clock uh, round initial round breakdowns from uh, a, a four four gin and tonic deep capper. So uh, <laughs> it's nice <laughs> to wake up to those. I'm like, oh hello, <laughs> oh look at that. He was up. Um, all right, well listen, we we did mention uh, DK Sportsbook is where we're getting this from, uh, but listen, it's that time of year again. Conference tournaments are tipping off. Bubble teams are making their final push for a bid while the top seeds are preparing what they hope is a long run DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app is putting new customers in the center of the action Bet $4 on an underdog and win $256. If they win, it's that simple. That's bet $4 on an underdog in a select college basketball game. And if they win, you collect 256 bucks. The bank is open and pick one of many select college basketball underdogs for your shot at winning $256. All it takes is a $4 bet. There's no way to put your college basketball knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is on DraftKings Sportsbook. And don't worry if college basketball isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on golf, hockey, and so much more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can always deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So, Listen, go download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code SGP when you sign up to turn $4 into $256. And if the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset, that code SGP will turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or an Indiana call 1-800-9 with it. And listen, if you're going to be betting, right, you might as well get an advantage over the sports book when it comes to betting. So you need to download BetQL. That's the only app you need to make smart bets. BetQL has shop data for college basketball, NBA, and the NHL. So when you want the inside edge for the, who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. Plus, they have a ton of sportsbook offers in your state. So head over to the App Store or Google Play Store and download BetQL. Bet smarter, not harder. Bet, <laughs> head to BetQL and enter code SGP30 for 30% off your first subscription. That's promo code SGP30 at BetQL.com. All right. Sorry for the back-to-back ad read, boys, but uh, it's going to be a shorter show, so I got to make sure I get them in. Got to keep the lights on, guys. Go. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So why don't we move on to some uh, tournament exotic props, shall okay. we? So, and there are a lot this week. So for I'll sure. start with kind of a boring one. This okay. is more of an analytical thinking you know, one. So you, So you can bet the cut line. This week, um, you know, you can either bet it just it's going to be even par. I think that's like plus two twenty. You can say it's going to be plus one or above, or you can go where I'm thinking, and it's going to be one forty three or less, which is minus one. And, and my thinking on this is, you know, I mean, in date in years past when this was firm, Bermuda, it was harder. You know, like yeah, I mean, like the cut line would be like plus two, but in 2019, cut line was one forty three, and that happened to the year when they made this golf course softer. And it was overseeded. And if you look at the last last year's round before the event was canceled, uh, 83, excuse me, 83 guys finished round one under par. And that was an ideal scoring conditions. And if they went another round on Friday, probably wouldn't move to minus two, minus three. So, you know, looking at Thursday, Friday, I mean, you said it's going to be comfortable temperatures, you know, winds between eight and 12 miles per hour. That's not bad. Soft, receptive greens. I think these guys are going to chew this place up. So I'm Ben cut line 143 or less at plus 190. Ooh, plus 190. What's minus two? <laughs> no, they only do that. Oh, damn it. I was like, if one, if minus one's good, minus two will even be better. Let's no, go. just it's either 143 or less. So basically, is it going right. to be under par? Either. That's still good though. Plus 190. I like that. Yeah. No, I'll take that all day. Yep. I'm going to. All right. So uh, which one do you got? Uh, what do I want to start with? So. All right, we'll go. We'll go with uh, uh, a prop just on seventeen, right? So round one, balls in the water, over fourteen and a half. 
right? I like that. Yeah, man. I mean, look, they're at, they added 15 golfers, right? Um, the winds are going to be up a little bit like, yeah, man, like whatever. And it's a fucking fun one to root for. I mean, I guess if you're a sadistic, uh, I I like to root for balls in the water as long as it's not my guy. Um, yeah, man. And and it's in round one over 14 and a half and shit. I didn't write down what it was. I don't remember who I think it's, I think it's, whatever, probably minus minus one ten Cause it's easy. Yeah, I, I, those are like minus one ten both ways. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah so o- over 14 and a half, uh, round one balls in the water. All right. Well, I went a similar route with another one, but this one you actually bet on particular players that hit it in the water. So, uh, I mean, it's it, the only ones that are offering like the most of the major favorites, but I look at Bryson Shambo and I look at a guy who has a lot of trouble hitting wedges and short approach shots. And they might get a little flustered by a lot of people around him, you know, screaming at him and, you know, saying, Hey, you might use steroids. You know, you never know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you can bet Bryson will hit it into the water on 17 at any point at plus two seventy. So Ooh. I'm going to jump on that. I mean, the only thing, I mean, hopefully it at least makes the cut. So I get four cracks at it, but yeah, plus two seventy. Like we see it just, he's just terrible with these wedges. <laughs> so yeah. he's yeah. hitting that green. I'll take a stab at it. Yeah, man. Listen, like I said, so I've, uh, I, that's intimidating. I, mean, I play the place four times. I put it in the water only once, but it's only because I'm so terrified that like, I don't, I, all I do is try to shoot it in the middle of the, I don't go for anything other than the middle of the green. And I club up, I don't give a shit w- where the box was that day. I always just club up. Like I'm not going in the water in front of these three assholes I'm playing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> an embarrassing thing. So. All right. What's uh, what's the next one you got? Uh, so we talked about this one and I think I'm going to explore these a little more. Uh, I'm going to try to find my book that has it. Hopefully, hopefully your book has it a ROM for an Eagle at plus four fifty. Ooh, Okay. That like, and so I want to look at some of these other longer guys too, like plus four fifty. There's so many Eagle opportunities on here. Like, and Rom, who's going to make the cut. He's going to have, he's going to have four rounds to get an Eagle at plus four fifty. Like, come on, man. There's a drivable fucking par four. There's multiple gettable par fives. Like, yeah, all day plus four fifty. And I'm gonna look into some longer hitters too, if my book is as awesome as DK's and they offer this shit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, especially because these greens are so soft. Like yeah. I mean, guys are spinning long irons back to pins onto these par fives. Like, yeah, yeah guys are gonna get eagles at this thing. So yeah. all right, so I have a pair of uh low college players. So, okay. So we're gonna start with um you know, the pokes, Oklahoma state first. So the guys, so, you know, Victor Hovland, he yep. is the favorite. Then you got, uh, hold on. I'm sorry. I just lost that page. One second. All right. So for top former Oklahoma state players, so Victor Hovland's plus plus one ten is the favorite. You got Ricky, you got Taylor Gooch, Alex Norin, Charles Howell, the third and Wyndham Clark. So I know that you don't like Victor Hovland for Cause he only got one round and I, I, I gotta get something off my chest here with this whole, like lack of course history thing. So we okay. just saw all these young guns go to concession, right. Yeah. And eat that place up. And that is a very difficult golf course. Yeah. And you'll be like, all right, well, it's new for everybody. Well, that didn't prevent them from shooting like minus 15 on the week. Right. They're playing <laughs> the golf course. These guys are really fucking talented. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. Listen, I'm out. not saying that I'm just, no, I know, but there's that, there's, I'm not, I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at this narrative that happens like, you know, with the course history here. And we're just, we're talking about today. The overseas takes a lot of the bite out of this place. It does. I mean, it's soft as pill soft and they're pure ball strikers. They're great. It's going to be okay. So, I mean, it's hard for me looking at that group of Oklahoma state players and not think Hobbs just going to run away with it. I mean, Fowler is a disaster right now. Can't include him. I mean, every time I'm on Charles Howell, the third seems like it finishes dead last. So no. Uh, Wyndham Clark, I don't see as a good fit for this. So I think the only two that, you know, I, I'll probably put a bet on Hoblin. Yeah. Plus 110. And then I'm debating between, I got to go with one of the other, either Gooch or Norin. Yeah. And I'm probably because Norin just seems to do well these types of places. I know you yeah. That's, look, that's a fine hedge too, because Ricky's not going to fucking do it. No. Gooch is the only one you got to be worried about. No, but the magic might be gone from Gooch. He's, start, he's losing strokes T to green over his last four tournaments now. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be Norin a plus five fifty is like a little bit of a hedge, but I, it's it's hard for me to imagine a world where Hovland doesn't Loses to these guys. guys. Yeah, exactly. No, no, I like that bet. That's uh, that's that's pretty solid. All right, yeah, I like it. I, I thought, right, and then I think I think it's ridiculous that Ricky Fowler is plus four hundred. Like, come on, man, drop his fucking number. I know, but 
All right. So who's the other low college player? You got? All right. So the other one, I'm looking at Arizona State, and so you have confidence in John Rom. I'm a little worried. Yeah, I mean, I got a, I got a bad feeling. It's like, like, it's like, like he's gonna miss, he's gonna miss the cut or anything, but like, like, what if he puts up like one of these like weak like 23rd performances, right? Because doesn't get anything yeah. going with a putter. I don't know. Yeah, man. Listen, I, know, I mean, that's I in play. It. Yeah, absolutely. So his, uh, you know, his opponents for its, you know, low Arizona state player is Paul Casey, who I really like this week. He's plus two fifty. I'll be on that. Phil at 11 to one. No, no. Chez Reeve 11 to one. No, no. Pat Perez, 12 to one. No. And then the other guy I kind of like here, Matt Jones, yeah. eight to one. I was on him last week. Yeah. Listen, I mean, like he's been striking the ball better. He's a good putter. He's somebody who can just have like, you know, when he's like unreal putting weeks and just finish inside the top 20, maybe. So I I like Casey and Jones there and I'll fade Rom and, you know, for low sun devil. Yeah, man. I like it. Absolutely. Like it. All right. (laughs) um, Makes makes sense to me. Um, So I'll move to, I'll go to top Englishman. I actually have two different plays in here. Okay. All right. So because DraftKings Sportsbook is fucking awesome, they also offer like a top three as well, <laughs> which is yeah. insane. Like That's it's great. like hedging within hedging. Um, and so for an outright for the top English player, I'm taking my spirit animal. I'm taking Hatton. The ballsy performance he put in Friday through Sunday uh, really impressed me. It really did. Like, uh, like I was like, all right, man, like, yeah, he's my dude. Um, so uh, that's my play for the top English player. It's terrifying because there's so many good, like, like you said, even Poulter is somebody who's live here. Justin mm-hmm. Rose, as bad as he was when he fucking cried and stomped off being all golf sad, uh, he can still compete, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got Fitz and Casey and Fleetwood, right? So yeah, like th- 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 this is this is one that it's plus three fifty. I wish the odds were a little longer, but whatever, it is what it is. So to kind of hedge that a little bit, went Fleetwood top three. Minus one ten. Oh man, so you are really going deep on Fleetwood this week. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm buying in this week, man. Why can't oh, I buy in? Oh God, <laughs> this is gonna be. You are gonna talk for a half hour about killing this kid on Sunday. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Listen, All right. I'm I hope not. you don't, because I got some stuff on him. So, yeah. <laughs> and if you think about it, like top three, like that means he's basically got to be one of Casey Hatton or Fitzpatrick in reality. Right. Yeah. Like that, that's it. He's just going to score better than one of them. And that dude, you give me minus one ten on that all day. All day. Yeah. That gives you a little bit of a cushion. So I yeah. like that. So, all right. How about, uh, I mean, so you were telling me before the show about these crazy little miscut par- parlays that you're trying to, you're cooking up. So, uh, <laughs> why don't you reveal this? that to the world right now? All right. So if your book does miscut parlays, this is some, this is some crack. This is some crack stuff right here, man. I could get myself into some serious trouble uh, with some of these. Uh, my book, unfortunately does not offer it. Cause I went and tried to do it. And I said, just bitch to Steve. Uh, and it made it seem like I could do it. Uh, and I wasted 25 minutes trying to figure out how to do it, but it did. So, uh, so this is a straight, this is, this one's a straight make cut. And then I add a one miscut player and take out one of the heavy favorites to change the odds pretty goddamn drastically. So to make the cut, and think about this. Like uh, the names I'm about to read off are not crazy to make the cut. So Cantlay, Hatton, Spieth, Fleetwood, Keegan, Adam Scott, as much as you don't like him, I like his course history. <laughs> Fitz, at least to make the cut. Billy Ho, Jason Day, Sergio, Reed, and then Rory. That pays out plus 12, 180. If they Holy all, shit. if they all make the cut, so, and, who, so who blows it in that list? So it's definitely going to be Fleetwood or it's definitely going to be Fleetwood. <laughs> no, 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 not Fleetwood. No. Oh my God. Look, that's muscle memory. I was exactly. He, this he, is my point. No, no. But I had my finger on who I was pointing at. And it's Keegan. Keegan's the one who's going to blow it. <laughs> but, but because my finger was pointing at Fleetwood, no, no. no so it's yeah, you're not fooling anybody right now. That that's the real you. It's like, oh, it's going to be Fleetwood. Yeah, he's going to fuck this. <laughs> that's not what I meant though. That is a fraudulent slip though. That is pretty fucked that up. Is a <laughs> but so Keegan could fuck it up. Scott could fuck it up. Sergio could fuck it up. But now, if you basically take Rory out, right? Who's the heaviest favorite? He's like plus no, minus three ninety to fucking make the cut. And you replace that with Harris English to miss the cut at plus one Oh five. 
those odds turn into 20,047 to one. See, that's the one that's going to mess you up. English is English, English going to make it on the, on the number. No, he's not. I'm telling you, man, I, I, I think, I'm gonna right. bet, I think I'm going to bet that outright. Like, dude, he's missed the cut every single time he's played here. Okay. I'll, I'll say to the listener, he actually struck the ball pretty well to green last week. So not to put, not to put a seat of doubt in your mind, but I gotta be honest. I, cause I was thinking about that too. And I saw I'm like, Ooh, yeah. He's back. yeah but, I don't know. Listen, it, that's a very strong trend. You have a guy never making the cut. Just keep rolling that over. There That's, right. That's right. That's All right. All right. So I'm not going to do the parlay, but I got four names of guys. I just don't like this week. So I've already talked about that. I don't like Sung JM at plus 155 to make the cut, you know, or to make, he's going to miss the cut there. I I'm going to go with it. I mean, it, it was just stupid because I have a top 20 on him at like plus 250. <laughs> so I'm going to do a plus 155, miss the cut, whatever. I think I'm just trying to prove a point at this point. Um, I only talked about Sergio that uh, he has never missed a cut here. That was before he puts uh, his eyes closed. That, yes, that was when he was putting his eyes open, and uh, he's a terrible putter. And it's the same thing I got with Keegan. Like, you just have one or two bad putting days out of the gate. You're not making the cut here, and it's going to be under par this cut line. So yeah, that plus one forty there. I mean, I'm going to go again with Adam Scott. He just isn't playing well, and I know he's got the course history. You can get him plus one twenty. I like that. And then uh, Keegan even. Missed the cut, dude. What the me. fuck are you doing, man? Like, I feel like you're in, like attacking me personally. <laughs> this is revenge for you trying to mush Fleetwood. And you just- I'm not trying to mush Fleetwood. And I'm sorry if my voice is traveling all over the place. I had to get up because uh, I knocked over a drink. And if that's yeah, otherwise I'm doing a solo pod. Uh, the rest of the so, all right, you got any or uh, any bird props? We can, we can move on. Uh, we could probably move on. Uh, the only thing I would say is, uh, continental European. I love this little top three shit. Um, Molinari top three fucking plus okay. plus 200. Okay. Like I know he's I know playing great, but he looked okay. Coming down the stretch, uh, the last three holes. And when he's 10 shots out of the cut. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, you, listen, you know me. All I need is one little strands and uh, <laughs> that's it. Um, and then, Top Asian, Siwoo, baby. Let's go. Plus 450. All right. So he turns it around this week. That's right. And dude, his course history here is great. Obviously, he's won. He was, he, he shot like, what, six under or five under or the first round last year? Like, he feels comfortable here. I like Siwoo. Yeah. No, he he got to a fast start. So, yeah, yep. I, I like that. So, all right. Let's move on to top 20s. Right. So, um, so I'm just going to start with, I guess, a little bit of a layup, but I mean, I, I looked at Walking Neiman's prices plus 275. I don't totally trust him this week, but plus 275 for a guy who's getting a shot and a half around T to green, you know, over his last 50 rounds. And I mean, I, I mean, he only has one round here and it was really bad, but he's also playing awesome right now. Yeah. So, you know, plus two seventy five from just finished top 20. I'll take that. Okay. Um, I'm believer Max Homa. I, I think I'm with you, man. He's four to one to finish top 20. Yeah. You know, I mean, sign me up. Yep. This is not Bermuda either. This is more like grass. You might be a little more familiar with and comfortable with. So I like that. And then uh, Rory Sabatini plus 800. He's doing a lot of things well right now. You know, good putter striking the ball pretty well. Decent course history here. Eight to one for a top 20. I mean, yeah. this, this top of the leaderboard always is random. So yeah, I like that. And then uh, my column will be up uh, later on. There's a couple other guys in the top 20. Uh, if you want to take a stab at those two. Okay, cool. I like it. Um, hey, does Sabatini start on 10? I think he might actually uh, double check on that. Cause that's, okay. that's a, that's a guy I love doing first round later on. No idea why. Um, but, but so for my top twenties, uh, I'm with you on Homa. Um, like I just believe in the kid now. Like I said, I, I heard that one thing and he's been playing really well, obviously clearly. Um, but yeah, man, he's a good kid. He's a grinder. Um, I got Molinari. Uh, listen, I'm just moving back on him, man. When everybody else jumps on. I usually jump on or jump off. I jump on. Um, and then, uh, for Nagels, I'm doing uh for Telly top 20 at, uh, <laughs> at, a, at, at a, whatever it is, a hundred to one. How the fuck you want to say it? Um, and then a boy, ten, 10 to one, but yeah, 10 to one. Um, and then Vegas, God, you, you got sucked in so bad when I read those leaderboards. You did. I fucking, I fucking hate your guts. Oh um, <laughs> And then, uh, so I haven't laid this one yet. Uh, Rinsky at, at plus six fifty, but 
man, if he's, if he's getting that 5%, but so like, man, I wonder how much that actually bleeds into the betting market. Like, yeah, I guess it would though. Cause if he's I mean, six K whatever, man, it's plus six fifty. I think the guy can play. Like he's looked pretty good. Fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, he has gained about half a shot per round T green over his last like 16 rounds. Uh, he's hit his irons pretty good. Decent putter. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's definitely one of these scrappy guys who, if it really is a dartboard out there, you know, you see it all. these kind of like soft, easy golf courses, like a lot of crap sometimes moves up the leaderboard. So maybe he's one of them. Yeah. Listen, no, I'm fine with that. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. All right. Top tens who you got. All right. So, and we'll get to the reason why he's not in the next section for outrights, but uh, okay. like I said earlier, my one and done pick uh, I'm starting to buy into Xander this week and I think he's going to have a big putting week. I love the consistency to the green. I think, you know, there's a narrative. They can't play in Florida golf course, but kind of like we talked about last night, it's not sounded that way. It's not going to play that way. I mean, this is, I mean, what Florida golf course do you know where you can spin back a ball from two to 25 back to the pin? Probably none of them, right? None. Yeah. None. Well, so, I can't do it anytime, but I haven't seen anyone actually do it. And I've played with scratch right. golfers. So no. that, that shit doesn't happen down there unless you apply a ton of water and overseed to it. Yep. So Xander Shoffley top 10 plus two twenty five. Listen, if he goes out and wins, listen, I'll help my one and done, and I'll get a small piece of that out of this. So um, I like that. I think he's going to have a little bit of a bounce back this week and uh, finish pretty well at Sawgrass. Okay. All right. I got a couple others, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you go next. Yeah, whatever. Mine, mine, uh, you're, you're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. So I took Webb, um, like you said, like I'm not 100% sure he can win. I took it in the one and done. Um, uh, I didn't take him outright yet either. Like whatever the numbers doesn't. So just give me the, give I, me the top. I thought you said you did on Sunday. No, I was wrong. Uh, so the only, so, <laughs> so who was that then? So I have re so whatever. We'll get to that next. I'll tell okay. you who All I right. okay. <laughs> yeah, but so I was wrong. <laughs> um, but so Webb at, uh, whatever, three to one top 10, like I said, like I, he's got a win and two top twenties. I think it was like T 16 or something like that. The last two times. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like whatever. I, I've made my feelings clear on that. Rory plus two twenty five. We talk about it all the time. Plays like shit still ends up in the top 10. Like obviously plays like shit is, you know, exaggeration, but whatever two twenty five for Rory top 10 top. Uh, and after we talked last night with the lower ownership, he's bumped up to over 10% now. Like I, I started talking myself into Rory because people were moving off of him. but whatever. I'll take the, I'll take the top 10 uh, at two twenty five, Um, and then, uh, uh, fuck you, Keegan Bradley. Fucking 120 to one. <laughs> Man, that's gonna be a sad day when you put him on the boat on Sunday. I, I don't think I. I think he's not the type of golfer I can put on a boat. It's my own fault. Like I know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like it's not like this is fun for me, right? Like like when I. It's not like I'm making the same dollar amount bet on on a top ten for Bradley that I am for Rory, right? <laughs> like it's, that it's, is, it's 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 different, right? That so. is true. All right, so my two other top tens. Um, I mean, you you mentioned briefly on the DFS show last night. No one's really talking about Daniel Berger. He's no playing one. great golf. And he fits really well for this golf course. Good iron player, good putter. You know, he's accurate off the tee. You know, he gains strokes off the tee too. So that's a that's a plus. And um, I mean, you said last night the course history isn't so great, but I think back in 2016 he finished ninth. So okay. does have it in him. I mean, that was back when it was full of Bermuda. This is overseeded now, but and he's I, a different I, golfer. He's a completely he's different a golfer. Player. Yes, yeah. plus three fifty top ten. And then I love Scotty Scheffler this week. I mean, I love what he did a concession. Dude's been killing it lately. T to green. You know, he's gained, I think 1.2 strokes per round T to green over his last 16 rounds. Good streaky putter, you know, decent with his irons. You know, he's a long player, but he's accurate too. I like him. So uh, you get that plus five fifty for him. Ooh, that's a pretty good number. Yeah, it's a very good number. I might have to look into that. All right. So listen, uh, before we get to the outrights, um, Better than Vegas. It's like YouTube for what DJs only care about sports betting. The best part is you get the free video picks from the SGPN crew. Make sure to subscribe to SGPN page, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV so you don't miss any of our videos. If you subscribe, you'll get a notification every time a new SGPN video is posted. I promise I will post this week. 
I promise, because Kramer is really breaking my balls about it. So I definitely will. Um, and so uh, go to sportsgamblepodcast.com slash BTV to subscribe to our Better Than Vegas page today. That's sportsgamblepodcast.com slash BTV. I'll actually probably do it for the golf course because uh, I think I'm actually going to cut out of work tomorrow and go play because it's fucking beautiful. Oh, you, def- you definitely should, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You should, you, should, you should do, like, whoever you want to, like, pick or anything. Like, you should have in the background. And like, you know, maybe make it awkward, like having like, you know, hear you do that while they're, you know, they're right Oh no, there. no, no. I mean, I'm literally going to play golf tomorrow. Like, Oh, I think you said you're going to TV. I think no, I think I'm going to go on Sunday. Like right. I got, I that's, got work. That's and, not as fun. No, exactly. <laughs> um, but listen, the last one, listen, better edge allows you to buy and sell betting positions like the stock market. And since you're buying positions from other sports betters, there's no house, so they can't win. So legal in more than 40 States post the plays you like and have someone at better edge marketplace. Take the other side. They have a ton of other fun against the spread picking contest as well. Sign up today at betteredge.com and use promo code SGP for a free $10 play. That's B E T T O R edge.com promo code SGP. All right. Outrights. So I got five down, but I have more. I want to play and I want to hear, I wanted to hear what you were on. So after we talked last night about this being like a dome type golf course, I went and just bit the bullet and put some on JT, right? 20 to one. Like, what are you going to do, man? Like if he wins at 20 to one, we won't see that number again ever. Right. Until something like this happens again. Right. Good number. But once again, value doesn't matter unless it fucking hits. I know I say it all the time, but whatever. I don't want to be an idiot and miss it. Reed 40 to one Hatton, uh, 35 to one Fleetwood 45 to one Siwoo 125 to one. Oh so, my God. What man? What you think? C was going to turn around like that, man. Right. I do, man. This is a guy who can. And look, man, I mean, think about it. We laughed at the number that was posted. Like his number should have been lower when he was at 70 to one. Now he's at 125 to one at a course that he's won. And last year, the first round he shot, whatever it was, six under or whatever. Like, yeah, like I'm like, whatever, man, it's, it's 125 to one. Like, I mean, it's a, it's there for a reason, but this is, if I can hang a number on a, on a iron player like that, you know how he is when he gets hot, he's going to stick this thing. If, if the greens are receptive, his irons on, he's going to stick that shit to six fucking inches. And it doesn't matter if he can putt or not. I just remembered something that like, I looked up like a m- couple months ago okay. where he did something similar where he just went through a bad stretch and then WD. And I wondered like what he did his next start. And yeah. I don't know. So I'm gonna have to go back well, and look at that. Well, thanks for fucking sharing. I thought you. Were I know. Give- <laughs> well, you know what? Then you know what? If you want to find the answer, because I will put it on the Slack channel. All right. Come on the Slack channel, and I'll get, probably give the anticlimactic explanation of what actually <laughs> happened in my crazy little brain that just suddenly remembered that I looked up a month ago. So. All right. So the other ones that I was thinking about putting something down on. Um, think about going Molinari at 125, right? Just because whatever. So I, I think decent course history. He was playing really good up until last week. Um, Louis at at 66, and okay. uh, Berger at 33. That was okay. one. All right. So after the players, or no, after Bay Hill, um, I made a couple snap bets that probably I wish I could take back, but I just looked at the number and I just bet it. So um, I'm not recommending these. I'm just telling you just in full transparency what I'm on. So I found Spieth at 35 to one. Dude's just been in contention, man. And if, I mean, he doesn't have to pound driver at this place and his irons are hot, he's putting everything definitely win. So, uh, and I saw Neiman at 66 to one. That's probably a bet. I wish I could take back, but whatever is what it is. So, the guys that I'm actually feeling great on. So I'm with you. 20 to one on GT is an auto bet. Doesn't matter. Especially because these are soft greens. They just go, you know, pin hunting and fire it over the flag, spin it back. So yeah. Um, and speaking of a great ball striker, I'm not going to make the mistake of not being on Morikawa at a place where you can just fire pins and have five footers for birdie all day long. Okay. So 20 to one, I got him at a little better number of drafting is 20 to one. That's still, I think fine. Um, I mean, I didn't want to go for three guys in the low twenties, but I snapped that Patrick Cantlay on Sunday. It was a little better number than it is now it has since been bet down. Uh, I don't love the fact that everyone seems to be on him. And if he wins, it will be a giant win for the golf industry, but my money's already placed. And in my opinion, Patrick Cantlay is the golfer that checks the most boxes of anyone in this field. So. Yeah, great ball striker, 
accurate, great putter, great scrambler, good on Pete Dye golf courses, good on positional golf courses in great form. I mean, I can't think of another guy like of the favorites where I can't pick apart something and it's Patrick Hanley. So, okay. you know, 22, 22 to one. That's what he's on DraftKings. Um, I'm also with you on Hatton and it's for the reasons I said last night. I mean, Nagels is on him. I told him, you know, reassured him that I'm on him. He gained 10 strokes T to green at Bay Hill and lost four. So, you know me, I don't care about that putting number, especially when you're a good putter. Naturally, that's going to come back. And he's been killing a T to green. He's a winner. He wins tough fields. This is a good golf course for him. I like him. Um, and then listen, didn't work out for Paul Casey Ben last week. I am going to go back to it again. I'm going to continue doing the strategy and now I get a better price. You know, yeah. I got him at 50 to one. He's been bet down a little bit of 40, but um, listen, he's Still killing fun. it. He's been awesome. And he's putting well now too. So now that that's like actually fixed, dude can win anywhere with how he's like striking the ball or at least contend and give yeah. you a nice sweat. And then um, I got a little better than number on Louie than what DraftKings is. Uh, I got him at 80 to one, but on DraftKings, Damn. it's 66 to one. Yeah. I mean, listen, like I like him for the same reasons that I did last week. Uh, nothing's is he, changed. Is he on our other one? Um, yeah. I, I don't think he's on, uh, the, no, our, okay. the one you're on with me. It's on yeah, a different okay. one. Um, but so I look at Louie and like the knock on him is like, well, he's never won the U S he hasn't won in a while. But I mean, I think about when Keimer won in 2014 and he hadn't really done anything in the U S for a while. Yeah. And then all of a sudden just randomly won. And yeah. he was on mother's day. Yeah. And he was around 60 to one, 70 to one to win that tournament too. And that's where Louie is. Okay, cool. Kind of dig that like all right. for him. And on, listen, I mean, he's definitely capable of winning a tournament. So yeah, absolutely. I like him. Can, can I talk about Reed for one second? Cause I have not mentioned Reed at all. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about, talk about Reed, but so, just keep in mind, we got, we got five minutes max. Cause I gotta go pick up my donut. All right. Uh, I'll, keep this, <laughs> I'll keep this like one minute. So I, 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 I guess the question for you. So yeah. what have we been saying for Reed the last like couple months or so, right? Yeah. Tough golf courses, hard golf courses where everybody's missing greens. You got to scramble, get up and down for par. Like, that's where you want to, you know, take him, right? Yeah. So do we think at a golf course where everybody's going to be firing the pins and spinning it back and, oh. you know, having these close looks, you know, under 10 feet for birdie, like with, I mean, listen, he could play well to degree and like keep up with that. But like we've also seen last week where the ball striking goes, like he just can't ham and egg it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my only concern with Reed this week is if this was a May player championship, I would love the hell out of 40 to one. And maybe I should still anyways, because he just has all that one equity. I mean, he's a great player. He can win anywhere. But I just had that little concern because this is going to be such a bullshit soft golf course. It's going to be easy. They want, I think they want 20 under to win. I think they want the stars up at the top. Yeah. And just a golf course like this. I don't know if I love Reed anymore at it, but I mean, the price. Yeah. Is I, yeah. You're right. And, and I think the reason why I did it is like, I, said, I mean, fuck it's shit. It's only Tuesday. I think I did it on Sunday night or Monday night or whatever. And I saw the number and it's just like you would can't lie. I was like, that's, that's too low. Give me that. You know what I mean? Like without thinking about anything, seeing the name, seeing the number, and I just snapped at it. That's it. Um, so yeah, whatever. Like, um, and we talked about him last night. Uh, with being low ownership, easy pivot in DFS. Um, so I think I was just kind of digging on that strike, but what dude, listen, whatever I've, I've, I've lost uh, more money on worse golfers. So yes, you have <laughs> like you will on Sebastian Munoz at the masters in about uh, yeah, that's, a that's, just, that's just already written off, uh, but <laughs> okay. you know, you know, who's going to win me some money this weekend. King of Bradley, baby. He's going to win me some money. Yeah. All right. We'll see. He's probably gonna win me money by fading them. So, you know, we'll uh -huh, see about that. Uh -huh. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Man, anything else you want to add? Oh, actually, one add. Uh, what do you think about hole in one on seventeen plus two fifty? When's the last time that happened? I don't hole know. One seventeen. I don't know. I don't know. That's something that you will lose me. So you know what? Fuck it. Bet it. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Plus two fifty. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah. If yeah. ever you're on a hole in one bet, never bet no. That's no, the never worst no. feeling in the world. Yeah, exactly. Always <laughs> bet yes. It's a lot more fun. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add, brother? No, that's it. We've done a lot of content and yeah. uh, my columns going to be on Sunday. I'm actually going to go on the big show uh, a little later uh, oh, talking right. uh, golf with a uh, Kramer and Sean, and then they're going to do a DraftKings lineup and then I'm going to try not to laugh at them. So yeah. that'll well, be entertaining. Do, do your best. You know, they're going to bring up Ricky. 
Um, oh, I'm already, I already uh, prepared. Fleetwood, Fleetwood's already in the lights. Ricky Fleetwood, Bryson. Well, I mean, so, so I do show notes and I already put a bullet point. Hey, what's wrong with Ricky? So we're doesn't matter. They're going to do it just because they'll, they'll do it just to, just to spite it and stay on brand. But anyway, all right, listen, uh, I, for myself, Boston capper, the God of golf himself, Steve Shermer. Uh, if I go on Sunday, I'll try to send out some videos and shit on Twitter and the Slack uh, channel. Cause if I'm going to TPC, it's going to be on Sunday uh, due to work and family commitments. So yeah, man, listen, we're going to break these fucking books this week and uh, yeah, boys, take it easy. Let's have fun this weekend. <laughs>